audio check. On this episode, I interview Dr. Mitch Lee, host of the Retail Pharmacy Podcast. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of RX Radio. I'm your host, Richard Waith, and I have a ninja podcaster, I'm going to call him, <laughs> on the show with me right now, Dr. Mitch Lee. Oh, How's it going, Richard, sir? Thanks for, I'm, dude, I'm great, man. How are you? I'm doing very well. <laughs> let, let, me, let me kick this off by saying the reason, the, one of the main reasons I want to have you on here is because I actually do not have a lot of time to listen to podcasts. Like I, I don't like because I don't have a commute to like nowadays. I, I mostly work from home, and yeah. but I'm on I'm on Twitter and I, and I'm, I read comments on Facebook and things like that. So I, I like to like read and listen to like what people in the industry are talking about. And I have while I haven't really listened before today, I didn't listen to a lot of your episodes, um, a uh-huh. lot of your podcasts. But I I used to, I would read a lot of feedback on it. So I know okay. because of what people say that it's really good. And oh, then right. and then today, um, uh, you know, just to just to listen to like what some of your episodes are like, I listened to a couple episodes and I was like, holy sh-. like this is <laughs> such a great production of of, of podcasting. You are like a, a storytelling oh. master um, oh, at what you do. And appreciate that and then and then all of a sudden like you know i'm just you know willy-nilly listening to this podcast and all of a sudden these sound effects just start coming out of nowhere i'm like (laughs) this is so good (laughs) this is so and i was like man i need to step my game up this is so good like your your podcast is amazing man (laughs) dude i appreciate it first of all yeah the sound effects okay so i know we'll get into this but the the podcast for me i knew for uh, i knew right off the bat if i didn't make it like stupid fun for myself um, I wasn't going to continue doing it. And then I found this board that made it super easy to like mix in sound effects. And I was like, well, that was simple. And I started using these sound effects and um, I don't know, man, like them, the, <laughs> it makes it fun. But also the whole idea for the podcast for me was to not be super professional with it. Like the pro- pro- uh, professionalism with, within pharmacy, it's like hammered into us, right. Mm-hmm. In pharmacy school and all that stuff. And uh, there's some really good podcasts out there, medical podcasts, pharmacy podcasts, but they're all so like stiff and stuff. And I was like, you know, I want to like be like the person that you're like working with, like your technician or pharmacist next to you being like, oh, my God, did you hear what that guy guy just asked me? Like like that kind of just like where you can relax and say things where you don't wouldn't necessarily feel like you can, uh, you know, on other podcasts or just to other people like kind of venting in a way. Yeah. And uh, sound effects are a way to kind of like have some fun with it. I will say this though, before we get, I, before we officially get started, when I, when I was going to tell you this before we started recording, but I thought I'd save it for, for now. When I first started thinking about podcasting, I, my wife and I were on a vacation in Minneapolis and we woke up in the Airbnb and I, I was like, all right, I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do a podcast. And I was like, first I need to see out who, who's who's killing it out there like who's doing the pharmacy podcasting and rx radio was the first thing i came across and i was like i listened to like five or six year episodes like back to back to back and this was like 20 early 2018 and i was like oh my gosh man i've got it i really gotta step it up <laughs> and then i reached out to you for some tips and stuff on how to get started so man i i just want to tell you i'm honored to be here man you were a big part of me getting started so i appreciate it 
Oh, that's great to hear, man. It's really exciting. But I mean, you kind of talking, talking about the vision that you had for it. I think you nailed it, man. I mean, like, you know, you, it really, you make the listener feel like they want to be, you know, in the space that you're, you're taking up and, and listening to the stories that you have, because it's, it's super entertaining. And like, I, you know, on this podcast, sometimes I'll, I'll have episodes where, it's me, you know, just speaking, but I'm speaking to an audience and, um, you know, it's about my thoughts on the industry and just like leadership and sure. like networking. Um, but for the most part, most of the interviews I have on here, I'm talking to someone else and I'm interviewing them and like hearing about their story and asking them questions. But right. you are just a ninja at like your, st- it's just you on there for the most part, right? Like I know you do have, I think you have some interviews, but for the most part, yeah. it's just you going from the top and like talking about stories and it's great. Yeah, man. Um, and that's why I think the episodes have to be kind of shorter because it's kind of hard to talk uh, by yourself for like an hour straight. So the episodes are about 30 minutes long. But that's why I say like the driving force of all my episodes are people sending their stories in because, man, I mean, I could only talk about my pharmacy and my funny stories that happened to me uh, for so long. Um, but people sending in their stories, connecting with people. Uh, letting people know you're not alone, which is like the driving force message of the podcast. All that stuff is the only reason like it's gone uh, this long mm-hmm. and been as successful so far. And and it's called the Retail uh, Pharmacy Podcast, right? Um, yeah, R E T E L L. Yeah, perfect. And I'll definitely link up uh, the, in the show notes to make oh, sure sweet. people yeah. can get get to that. And um, tell us a little bit about yourself, though. Like you know. What's your background? You know, where are you from? Uh, if yeah, any specifics man. on your career you want to give? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, I'm from Southeast Georgia. Originally went to a pharmacy school, small little private, nice little expensive school in Southeast Georgia called South University. <laughs> I graduated in 2010. Um, now, at that point, I had been, by the time I graduated pharmacy school, Richard, I think I'd been in college for like nine or 10 years. Because I just bounced around. Like, I had no idea. I mean, the pharmacy was, like, what I wanted to do. But I applied to uh, University of Georgia, and my PCAT score was so low. Um, which, which, by the way, I think they're doing away with PCATs. Have you heard about that? I did not. That is crazy. I want to be really upset. I think, I think, it's going, <laughs> I think the PCAT's going away. I could be wrong. That's anyway. interesting. Um, so PCAT score was really low. I was like, oh, man, I guess I'm not supposed to be a pharmacist. So I did this, like exercise science degree for a bit and like that did chemistry for all anyway i I graduated i ended up um, getting accepted tried to begin and i got accepted to the school it was the accelerated program so it was the quarter system and got through three years yeah Yeah, exactly so uh i got through and i had already like i in 2004 i started working for the company that i'm still at now as a pharmacy cashier and then I was a technician and then I got accepted. So I became an intern and then I just like became a pharmacist with them. So I've actually been with the same company for 16 years. And uh, it's funny, sometimes I'll like when I was floating, I would like tell that story to staff members that I had not met before. And I'm like, yeah, what I don't know if you knew this, but if you if you work in the company long enough, you actually they'll make you just they'll just promote you to pharmacists. You don't have to really go to pharmacy school. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> And like a couple of times I'd do it, I would just start laughing because I'm kidding. And one day I decided to really try and like deadpan it. And I let like this girl believe it for like an hour. And I was like, okay, you know, I was just kidding. So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, so, uh, I, I, you know, I, they were, I was in pharmacy school and I was like, yeah, I'm definitely doing retail because that's all I know. And people were like, well, you know, keep your mind open to other things. I knew I didn't want to do residency just because I was, when I was getting out of school, I was 27 
And so I was like, I, I'm just, I'm ready. I can't like, I'm ready to start working. I can't like go back to doing projects and stuff anymore. So um, to my somewhat regret, I didn't do a residency and just stayed on my company. Um, so all I know is retail. Um, I've never done the manager thing. I've had a couple opportunities to be a pharmacy manager, but little too much responsibility for me right so, now. So, some would call that a smart move. <laughs> yeah, dude, some I would. tell you what, I, I tell you what, I have met one PIC in my entire 16 years working the company. I've probably worked in 70 different stores, just in Georgia, Tennessee, floating. And I've met one PIC who told me that it's worth it. Everyone else is like, don't do it. It's like, well, okay, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm working, uh, so now I'm up here in Tennessee. I was, I was working and, um, and I, dude, I just felt like after a while, like I was fine for a while. Like everything was good. I was like, okay, this is fine. Retail's great. And I don't know if it was the public just being the way they are or just realizing that what I was doing in the moment was exactly what I was going to be doing in 40 years. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. going in, checking prescriptions and leaving. I was like, man, I, I gotta, I gotta either get out of here or I gotta do something creatively. Like my creativity is just like stuffed. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where the original idea of the podcast came was to kind of like use my current, uh, role that I'm in and kind of, kind of have a perspective shift and try and help out other people who are also feeling kind of burnout in the, in the job. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause I feel like I had a similar, um, kind of reckoning with myself like you know when I was in community I was there was a point I'm like you could potentially be doing this for like you know for in the next 40 yeah. 50 years and and that was when Dude, that was kind of what totally. kicked me into gear like to start doing a lot of different things it's very eye-opening when you're working and you're having like a really tough day and you're like and now, now granted far, the landscape of retail is drastically changing as you know more better than most um it's drastically changing so it may not be the exact same job but I'm like, man, I could be doing this exact same thing in 40 years. And there's, <laughs> there's yeah. a little, it's, it's a very sobering thought. So I uh, had to make a, had to make a change, but wasn't ready to completely jump ship of retail altogether. Yeah. There's a I mean, and there's obviously a lot of different ways to do that. And I do yes. think to your point though, it's probably going to be drastically different. I feel like retail, the landscape is, is kind of moving similarly to how technology is where it's at some point it's going to look like an exponential change because of oh, know, yeah. the, like the automation that's going to come to the, um, the different opportunities that are going to be there. Um, but it, it is definitely changing in the sense I actually think, you know, so I'm planning a talk I'm going to be giving soon. I don't think it's public where, where, where the talk is going to be yet. So I can't really say it, but I, I'm giving a sure. talk soon to a large audience and I'm kind of thinking through like what I'm going to say to some, like, you know, and, and some of the points I want to hit. And one of them is going to be about, how pharmacy is, you know, people are talking, you know, it's doom and gloom, right? That's like what most people hear about it and, and the landscape of it. But it's 100%. really, it's just normalizing, you know, like it, it used to be something that was outrageously awesome. Like sign yeah. on bonuses, you get a freaking car, like just to say, I'll take that job, you know, and then like yeah. $130,000, $150,000, you know, and, and you're chilling. Like it's not crazy because you have all this health, you know? Right. Um, whereas I feel like it's getting to a point where it's just getting to be normal. And when I say normal on par with how a lot of other industries are saturated, a lot of other industries are tight with budgeting and hours and it's stressful. Um, you know, people are getting cut. It's happening everywhere. And I feel like that's kind of what pharmacy is going through now. It's just kind of normalizing. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I think, it, I, I think, 
Yeah, there's a lot of people in retail, myself included, that don't think about it that way from like the, the aspect of like other companies and like how this is just like a normal way of operating if you're a business owner, uh, whether that be a small locally owned pharmacy or like a major chain. And uh, so they they see the automation coming. They see, quote unquote, robots taking over. And yeah, the majority of people, when you talk about it, everyone hates it. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you know, we're all going to be fired and all that stuff. And it's like, well, you know, not really. <laughs> Um, if you really look into it, like things are actually getting like, yeah, I mean, there are layoffs and stuff, but there's layoffs everywhere. Um, but the automation that's happening, the way that landscape is changing, although really scary. And we talk about that in our show, it it is, it is very scary and unnerving, but you can be on choose to be on the right side of it. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And there's, there's a whole nother side of it too, because, you know, a lot of times there's, there's these events that occur, but there's unseen events happening on the other side of it as well, where there's, there's actually a lot of other opportunities for pharmacists to be a role, to have a a role in that don't Mm -hmm. have to be, that are not specifically inside of a pharmacy. So, you know, there's all these other things that's occurring and, and don't get me wrong. Like when I say normalizing, there's obviously things that are just not normal that happen in pharmacy, like price transparency and like DIR fees and things like that. Like Oh, stuff gosh, like that yeah. is not is not normal. Like I'm, you know, specifically talking to like independent owners who can fully um, relate and understand how this that is pain, not sure. normal. Yeah, but in, yeah. from from the from the grand, you know, ten thousand level foot view of of economics with supply and demand, it seems like things are kind of normally out for pharmacy. So, so yeah, I'd agree. What how do, what do you touch on in, on that sense in, in on your podcast? So I know that what um what I've heard today was a lot of stories about like, you know, just like the trials and tribulations of, of being in retail. Um, but yeah. tell me about that. Like, what's that like? And what type of stuff do you cover? Um, what do you cover in terms of like, you know, um, the landscape of the industry as well? Yeah, we've done that a little bit. Um, uh, there was a company, I think it was Walmart, Walmart or Walgreens or maybe both. I know one of them had some major, major layoffs recently. I'm Walmart. pretty sure it was Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I, there, to be honest with you, man, there's when, there, when news like that comes up, I've got to bring it up. I, I really try and stay away from like pharmacy news unless it's super relevant. I mean, super like, a, like a really big deal just because I, I actually thought about having a news segment on the show and I went, I went to like, look at pharmacy news and if I'm being honest, like all those kind of boring was like, Oh, these, this, this, mer- uh, drug manufacturer merged with this manufacturer. And you're like, okay, who cares? Like, <laughs> whatever yeah. is like I want, I want what's relevant to like your actual work day right now but um yeah so when that when those layoffs happened i was like we need to talk about this like people are freaking out i was on you know on twitter i was seeing people you know saying a lot of negative stuff like a lot of freaking out and stuff like that um we on the show with with stuff like that it's this kind of fine line where i want to try and pose the devil's advocate and see maybe like there's a positive way to it. And I've had um, like someone on like Alex Barker was on and he talked about that a little bit. There's like a positive way that you can look at this and it's not all doom and gloom, but at the same time, the whole idea for the podcast is you're not alone. So when I do bring that stuff up, the, the majority of it is like, I'm feeling your pain too. And you're not alone and feeling that way. And now here's some ways that we might can make it better or different ways we might be able to look at it. But if you're scared about your job, like I get it, I understand. And so, 
Yeah, there's not a ton of like me saying, all right, let's, you know, let, let's dissect it and get into here. It's really just like my initial feeling when I hear that news. Mm-hmm. And I and I talk to people that are, you know, down the street at, at the Walgreens down the street. I'll talk. I know the pharmacist there and I'll talk to him for like a minute or two about it. And I talk to my staff about it and I kind of get their temperature and temperature online and how I personally feel. And my message on the show, it's just like, man, yeah, if you're feeling this way, I'm, I'm totally with you. And then, but most of it is stories, right? Like most of it, you're, you're talking through, you know, situations that particular pharmacists or people that work in the pharmacy might've had or things that patients done. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. So we do, uh, we started out with, so I, I started out with kind of breaking the ice, just like what's happened with the week. Like I always start out with the sound effect of the applause. Like, you know, you made it through the week. Good job. Like congratulations. It was probably a tough one, especially now being the first of the year and it being so crazy with insurance issues. Um, and then talk about, you know, just some random stuff that's going on in my life or whatever that's happened in the news or whatever. And then we get into patients of the week, which is my favorite segment. Uh, that's when, uh, some people will just send in via Facebook and Twitter an interaction that happened with them that was just really weird or that was like something that might happen to everybody else. That's very relatable. Mm-hmm. And from there, we sometimes get into like topics. So I'd be like patient A, patient B, patient C, and it'll be topics like, um, you know, recently I had the topic of like all the crazy things that can happen when you're transferring a prescription to another pharmacist and they're like really mean or something like that. Like, uh, so we'll have topics that we'll discuss. Um, uh, most of it is based on people sending in patients of the week or people sending out in ideas for topics, just reading, basically reading that and kind of taking it from there. Gotcha. Do you have like a, like a favorite episode? Like if you had to pick one? Has any favorite ever thought about episode. that? Oh my God, dude. I've actually never really thought about that. Um, it would be hard for me to answer episode. that. So I'm glad I'm answering the questions here. Yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. Asking, I'm asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> now, as soon as we get off, I'm going to go through it. I got to find my favorite episode. Um, so I think, uh, I don't know specifically like which one this is, but my all time favorite episodes are the ones where I hit record and I just read patients of the week and I'm just like cracking up, laughing at them or like responding to them. And then I run out of time and I don't have like time to talk about my views on certain topics. Like, even though I think that can be relatable and fun, mm-hmm. I, the, the audience engagement online and translated through the podcast is my absolute favorite part. So there are some weeks where p- people will send in patients of the week and I'll, you know, sometimes they send patients of the weekend and I can't use it or don't use it, whether that be like a ton of foul language or like they'll send in a, a one that's not super relatable or so whatever, but if they send in several patients of the week and I'm like, Oh my gosh, that'd be great to use that one. And I like store it and, and pin it on my phone and I have enough to where it fills up 30 minutes, which is usually my max about 30 minutes. I start wrapping it up. Uh, by the time I hit 30 minutes, if I've just gone through patients of the week the whole time, Oh my gosh, dude, that's like my absolute favorite. Love yeah. It. You, you talked about like one of your episodes about transferring prescriptions. Um, I had a post the other day and I think it was like, it has something to do. I actually have like a plan to do an episode on all of these because they're they're very they're fairly fascinating. Like the differences between like state laws and and like how we're doing the same thing, but the laws are different. Like for example, yeah, dude. Like C twos and Illinois expire in seven days, or you know, like all, all these things that like could potentially affect yeah. like a transfer. Like sometimes technicians in certain states can take transfers and they can't in other states. So. Um, let's see, I'll give you two. Uh, I found out just recently, New York, you can only transfer one refill out. So mm-hmm. if like, you call New York for a transfer, they can only give you like one plus zero refills. And yeah. I just had a listener tell me actually, it was like yesterday and the day before 
She's like, fun fact, if you're in Oklahoma and I call you for, I'm in Oklahoma and I call you for a transfer, I have to get your, your, let's see, your name and your pharmacy license number. So she's like, it's yeah. always weird calling other states and they're like, what? I don't, I don't need to give you that. You want to hear but something? Yeah, that'll be. You want to hear something crazy? So in, in Hawaii, they actually take it a step further. Hawaii has a, a, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher like what it's called, but I'm going to do some research and find out exactly. But it's some sort of like, uh, like a phone number ID. So it's basically, or like some, like a digital type of ID where you have to give the idea if you're talking electronically to someone else and you're communicating some form of like prescription or health information, you, ha- you have to like, there's some, like there's a, a end of, like a particular ID that you give. And it's kind of like authorizing that, that I'm, I'm authorizing this digitally and it's me. Like it's something extra than just like, Dude, it's so weird. Number. Yeah. I actually think it's cool though. It's like a pin number. <laughs> it is. For it's like, just like strange. Yeah. yeah. It would make a really, for a really great episode though. If you could if go down that path, man, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm going to, very, very I got a word doc that I'm, I'm working on to go through these. And, yeah. Um, uh, maybe, maybe I'll bring you back on and we can talk to this. You might be a good person. Oh, dude, to, we should totally co-host an episode. That would be yeah. awesome. All right. Well, all right. We're going to set that in stone. We're going to do that. <laughs> Heck yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm excited. Cool. Cool. All right. Never had a co-host. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So tell me also about the journey in terms of the podcast. So, cause I, I bet, I mean, I can only assume from starting to now you've probably either learned a lot or some things happened that were unexpected, um, from what you thought it would be. Um, what kind of insight can you give there about the journey from like starting that the podcast versus like where it's at now, where it seems like it's really starting to kick up traction. Yeah, man. Um, so it was a, a definitely a journey. I, I was, uh, I was part of a, a mastermind group. Have you heard of that before? You know what that is? Yeah, I've heard of those. Yeah. So I was part of this like guys mastermind group and it wasn't all, I was the only pharmacist there. It was all kinds of people in different industries, but I had the idea back in like the summer of 2018 about doing it. And I was like, nah, I, you know, I, I don't have an idea for a co like there's no co-host and it's just me. And like, who's going to listen to me talk about my pharmacy stuff. And, you know, if my employer finds out, I might get fired, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so I was like, and, and I need, I would need like a lot of engagement. And, uh, but I was a consumer of podcasts at the time. Podcasts are, you know, they're getting really, really popular as they are now. And I had a buddy or I had a, fr- a guy in the, in the mastermind group. I was talking about it one day. He's like, man, there's, there's this, uh, there's just my, my dad's uh, in the, uh, like, I don't even butcher the story, but something about, my dad's in the, he's a locksmith and his friend does a podcast is all about different locks and keys that go together. Wow. That's <laughs> I was amazing. like, okay. Right. And I was like, okay, so if you can do a podcast about that, I'll do this. So I, I, I decided to go for it. Um, give myself a 10 episode limit to start with. I had to do 10 episodes and just to see how it went. And I, uh, I think as, as you and I were talking before, before, uh, we start recording, I, my, my digital, like, me and technology is not really we're not the best of friends like i don't really know like a ton about it i'm like like you said it's definitely like a learning experience i'm learning all kinds of stuff as i go but i knew for me a hundred percent would have to be like really easy to do i have to like from record to edit to post would have to be pretty much like not a ton of work or i would just get bogged down and it wouldn't be fun anymore so the I, the idea was like, all right, I'm gonna have this podcast about retail pharmacy because I've been doing this for years. I've got these stories, but it could very very easily get super super dark, right? It could get like, all right, our jobs suck. Everything about this is horrible. 
patients are the worst. Woe is me. Let's have a huge pity party and then we'll end the podcast. And I knew there was the uh, the, the uh, chances of that happening that was could be really high if I let it. So I was I was like, all right, we need to have a positive spin on this. And that's where like the you're not alone thing comes from. Um, just kind of a way to help everybody out there and not just be uh, let's hit recording a plane the whole time. Although that unfortunately does happen sometimes. Yeah. But just letting everybody know like, hey, you're working in a retail pharmacy. If you make a lot of money as a pharmacist and you feel like you can't like speak up and say, hey, this kind of sucks sometimes. Like this show is for you. Like you're not alone. It's okay to say like my job sucks sometimes, but here's also some ways that we can maybe make it better. Um, here's some good things that happen about our job. And here's the reason, here's a reminder of like why we might be doing this over and over again. So I do have a, re- try and have a redeeming quality to it, mm-hmm. but, uh, I'm uh, a little over a year and a half in, and there have been some growing pains, uh, a lot of microphone changes, a lot of, um, yeah, errors and, in, in when I'm, uh, mixing and, and all that stuff. Um, and I'm still learning as I go, but now as i'm getting like throwing music in there and sound effects it's really getting more and more what i turn it turned into what i like kind of really want it to be and i'm still like molding it into something that just continues to be a really good a really good time in my opinion well it seems like you're having fun on it i mean the episodes it really sounds like oh good a great yeah. time. so you, you're <laughs> nailing that part it's funny about the uh the pot the uh, microphone thing like i remember when i first started podcasting um i used a yeti mic uh, I was, cause yeah, similar, sim, <laughs> similar to you where it's like, yo, I don't have a lot of time. I need this like to just yes. be able to plug something in and go. And, um, so I, I started trying to find a lot of different, like, if, like ways to be efficient. And one of them was being, well, let me just get a USB mic and, you know, just plug it right into the computer and just start recording. So easy. Yep. Um, and then what you start to realize is, is that there's a lot of limitations to a USB mic. Like I remember, oh, yeah. I remember the day I found out that like I, I literally had two Yeti mics in my possession from Amazon. And I remember finding out that you can't just plug in two USB cords to your computer that like computers will only recognize that there's one USB microphone connected. And oh, see, I didn't even know that, but that, okay. So yeah, yeah you had to learn. You couldn't do yeah. Two yeah. Mics at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is stupid. Like, why is this like this? Like who programmed this? Um, like now I got to get a board and all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I returned it. And, and it's funny, I still have that Yeti mic, but I'm, I'm trying to sell it on eBay now. But um, yeah, but now I'm on, um, I'm actually on my third mic now, um, but I'm still learning like things to do out in the field. Like I probably have in my house seven different microphones because I have like a lapel mic, I have a mic yes. for, the, for the road camera, um, for the things that I'm doing on the road. And like, so it, it does start to like pick up as you start to get into it. So I feel like 100% the any same. <laughs> recommendation that I would ever have for anyone that's listening to this, I'm like, oh, I can, I'll, let me start my own podcast. Like do your research like extensively on a mic before you buy it because you will it'll save you money if you just get something good um, and get a mixer probably and then just go from there. Yeah. It's actually not super expensive. I, I got to check out that board that you mentioned though. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a link to this board. I think you'll really like it. And it's super, super simple. But yeah, to speak to like any advice out there, if you're podcasting, first of all, uh, Richard, you wrote an article that I helped me out a ton about um, – about microphones, about recording, about interviewing, like how to do certain interviews. And I, that helped me do my first interview. Cause I didn't know, like, do I do it over a phone call? Do I do it over Skype? So, uh, check that out. If you're listening to podcasts right now and you're even thinking about a podcast, first of all, it's, it's a lot easier than you think it is. 
I think buying a Yeti and just starting and getting your voice out there is important, even though it's not the best microphone. Um, wouldn't you agree, Richard? I think because I did it, you did it. I'm sure a lot of people did it starting out. I think buying a Yeti and just going is kind of like a rite of passage when you're starting a podcast. Yeah, Everyone true. starts with a Yeti and they just <laughs> go. But if you if you do your research, it's so much better. There's so many things that I could have read about and done to make the first couple of months a lot easier. So I definitely agree with that for sure. Yeah. And that article for anyone that wants to search it or whatever, um, it's, if you just type into Google podcasting one oh one and my last name with W A I T H E, you should be able to find it easily. If not just shoot yeah. me a message and I'll send you the link to it. Super um, helpful. Yeah. I sent that a lot to a lot of different people that ask. I mean, it's funny, you know, the, the thing about that article too, that's kind of great is it actually saves me a lot of time because a lot of people ask me, you know, like, Oh, I want to do this. Like, do you have any tips? I'm like, I got you. <laughs> and I'll just send Dude, them a link, you know, instead of like talking. Such a good idea. It, so. <laughs> instead of like typing out this long thing yeah, and yeah. having to send it to each person. Cause I want to sure. help, you know, I want to help everyone. I don't, I don't oh, want to not yeah, help. Man. So, but that article has definitely helped. Um, it, it's a win-win. Like it helps me save time and then it helps the other person with having the reference. So yeah, it's helpful. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So, um, one thing I also wanted to ask you about in terms of maybe just like some personal thoughts, you know, in terms of maybe what you want to do career wise or what you're thinking in terms of the future, you know, cause you talked about, you wanted to do something different and, you know, you know, obviously this is a, a great outlet for you from the um, podcast side of things, yeah. but what's like in the future in the cards for you, do you think, you know, five, 10 years down the line? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so if I'm thinking five or 10 years, man, I, I want, I would love for this to just really take heavy, like even heavier traction than it is now. I mean, now it's, when I first started the podcast, I was like, this is just going to be to let everybody know they're not alone, but also just a creative outlet for me, something to do for fun on the side. If I get 10 listeners a week, it's going to be worth it. I'm going to keep doing it. I don't, I'm not going to care about the numbers. What I didn't realize is when you start getting the stats, coming at you like you can't help but be like oh why did this episode get more downloads than that one and so you kind of start to care about it but um it it got it's getting like i don't know 20 times more downloads than i could ever even thought so like i'm you know now i'm thinking okay this is getting a little bit of traction five or ten years from now i would love to be doing this uh uh, working retail part-time and then having the podcast and really, really putting a lot of strength effort into it. Um, I, I don't think I can fully get out of retail just because I need to stay current with like things that are happening in there. I need to, I'd like to share my own stories from time to time. And if I'm letting people know they're not alone, I need to be in there in the thick of it with them. So Makes sense. I feel like I'd always need, yeah, I'd always need to at least do a couple of, of shifts a month at least. But my ideal situation would be really beefing this thing up, um, monetizing somehow possibly in the future and going to retail part-time and then also doing some sort of video aspect. I'm thinking about, I don't know how yet or what that's going to look like, but doing some sort of video, whether that be recording the episodes or doing like funny skits with my staff or Mm. I don't know, it gets kind of, uh, it gets kind of tricky there with HIPAA. So I gotta, I gotta, and I also don't like to disclose what company I work for. So that gets a little, a little tricky. Um, so that's, that's the idea five or 10 years down the road and, uh, hopefully it'll get there. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and we'll see. You know what I saw, I saw that, um, kind of reminds me a little bit of what you just said. Um, I mean, it, it might be something you can look at too, for some inspiration. There's a, um, yeah. 
I forgot, uh, I forgot which channel was on. I want to say it was on True TV, maybe mm-hmm. where they it was like they take stand up comedians and they make us they like record a scene. Like so someone will have like a stand up skit and they'll be like, oh, that was a great skit. And then they'll take that skit and act out the skit that they did and like like have a recording of it. So I don't know, maybe really? like some of the stories, I mean, just applying this backwards, like you're getting these patients of the week. Maybe you can do something. And honestly, I don't even think it has to be in a, in a freaking pharmacy. Like you can probably do this at your house where you just, you just start, you just act out the scene, you know, of the skit that, or of the story that you're telling. I like that. That might be an idea. I like that. That, so that also makes me think of like, it would be that, or they have that thing where you can turn your, uh, your conversations like into cartoons, like yeah, get, get like animated, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. something like that. that. Yeah, interesting. All right, so you got my wheels turning. That's that's good. I yeah, like man. that. That's what I do. It's just uh, brainstorm all day. <laughs> <laughs> now I see why your podcast is so uh, so successful, man. You're you're always thinking. That's good. I'm gonna have to look into that for sure. Yeah, one thing I I, I wanted to do at some point, and I think I might have recorded like a long time ago. I think I recorded this. And I don't know if where, where it even went, but. I've always had this funny idea of doing like post interviews of um, you know how they have those ESPN interviews of like, you know, post game, you know, oh, yeah. how did that, yeah. how, you know, how, what were you thinking about when you did that player? How are you guys on defense? All this stuff. I would, yeah. I would love a series and I've always wanted to do this. I just haven't had the time and like to skit and draw it all out. I, I don't have the, the patience for that, but like the doing it for pharmacy, like, like, Hey, that shingle shot was like, man, like, crazy that you were able to land that and close that deal with that patient. Like, tell, tell us what you were thinking, you know, and then the mic just goes to the pharmacist. Dude, I can totally see it now. Like the pharmacist, like he's got the towel around him and he's got the, the sweatband. Yeah. Like, I think, I think it'd be funny to do like that, but it'd be like the full shift and be like, all right, tell me about that whole shift. Oh man, you know, it was good there for a little while. It looked a little tough, but we hung in. Exactly. We, we dug our feet in there. And then there's like a top 10 play or something like, you know, like a, oh like, a like a perfect Richard 30 pour. Like a perfect 30 port. And like, it's just like the image of them. I don't know. That'll be hilarious. All right. So uh, next month I'll be flying down to Florida. We can go ahead and get this thing rolling. Let's dude. do I'm it. Ready. That's so good. Let's do it, I man. love that idea. Love it. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, oh. Yeah. No, there's pharmacies. I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, I'm glad we have people like you in the space because like I said, I think early in, in the episode, like there's a lot of doom and gloom. And I feel like if you really find, if you really are looking for that, you can find it. But I also think if you look for the positive sides of it, you can find that as well, whether that be in in new opportunities or whether that be in like entertainment, like the the podcast that you do. I mean, I think people can find that positivity if they just look. Yeah. And it's all a hundred percent. And it's all in what you're looking for and what your mindset is. I mean, I think, um, I mean, you, you know, as well as I do, Twitter is full of a lot of dark stuff. (laughs) You, (laughs) if you go on Twitter uh, and you're looking for it or you follow the right people, you can like, man, people hate, uh, their jobs and they're talking a lot of bad things about other people. And, um, yeah, it's there. And the positive stuff is there. You sometimes have to look a little harder for it, but it's, I think it's important, man, because I mean, if you are just like doing retail or doing your, I guess, job in general, and you're like, man, this sucks. Like I shouldn't be having to deal with this. Like, what was me and stuff? It, dude, it makes for retail pharmacy has a way of like turning that multiplying that doom and gloom by like a million. If you walk in the pharmacy with that mindset, or you just, you're sitting in your car, you're on Twitter, you're reading everybody like going crazy on Twitter and super, super negative. 
and you just walk in and you're already in this negative mindset and you're just really getting really angry with your patients. So um, that can make your, your life pretty awful. And I don't know, I think there's a way to have some satire and make, mm-hmm. you know, from lack of a better word, make fun of patients, like in kind of a joking way, mm-hmm. but come back to the center of like, you know, we, we still do it. We still care about our patients. This is why we do it. And we're all in it together. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. That, that line is hard to tiptoe on because part of the the memes that I create every like daily on RX radio is, is also part of that. It's, you know, to kind of connect the community and let show some positivity, provide some satire and some, some comedy and all of it. But it's actually sometimes a hard line to play on because I think that there was a, there was something that went viral on Twitter and like TikTok that someone did something kind of making fun of a patient, but people were not having it. And she got like death threats and stuff from like thousands of people. Oh, I think I saw that. It was like the nurse thing. The the nurse, she was like a Hispanic nurse. Yeah. She was, uh, yes, I saw that dude. They, yeah, she got, she had a lot of pushback on that. (laughs) Oh, big time. Yeah. Yeah. So you're absolutely right about the fine line. Um, I feel like sometimes I, I, I cross over in the negative line too much and I try and pull it back and I really, really excited about patients sending in pot like pa- uh, patients uh, people will send in like listeners will send in positive patients of the week mm-hmm. and i just freak out over the positive patients of the week because i'm like oh my gosh thank you for like bringing this back to the positive but to speak to uh the twitter thing you've completely nailed it i if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're not following richard on twitter and his memes you are doing yourself a disservice dude your <laughs> memes are legit they're so good. Appreciate that. And and the the main thing I love about it and I appreciate is that yeah, it's not like it, patients suck and everything's horrible. Like you have this way of like re, like bringing up a certain uh, something in the pharmacy, putting to it something that relative that just happened in the media, and making it very very relatable. But at the same time, it's like yeah, we all go through this, but we're not like bad mouthing our profession. It's just something we mm-hmm. go through. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a hard line. And, and I will say, I mean, I got to give a plug to my wife here because it's funny, but she's like the like the editor of all of it. When I say editor, I don't it's rare that I'll post a meme that I didn't like first show to her because there has been times like I'll think of something. And to me, it's hilarious, but it could be like tiptoeing on the line a little bit too far to the other side where uh, she'd be okay. like, you need to tone this back a little bit. I'm like, OK, OK. Um, got a little filter there. I yeah, like yeah. So she will. She's really good at helping me with that. I mean, a lot of times that's rare, you know, that she'll have to like say tone it back. But sometimes like the wording might be off. Like there's certain memes that oh, yeah. I probably went through like three different like tries at the wording of it, and it's because she helped me um, just like nail that. So she really oh, dude, helps me have, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm really lucky. Have her do that. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I just come awesome. up kind of with the concepts, and then she'll uh, she'll just kind of like help me fine tune it and just make sure it, it like. <laughs> fits in brand <laughs> i'm sorry dude I'm just, now i'm just i'm sorry i'm just thinking about the dave chappelle one you did you have to go see that dave chappelle oh my god. so freaking good that oh one is hilarious god. that's that's the great like that if there's a hall of fame meme oh. museum at some point um and yeah. if there's like a healthcare version <laughs> like a healthcare category that meme has to be in it because it that is one, so funny that one and the one you did about the it was like the um on the tarmac the airport. Oh yes. Uh, yes. About the thing going crazy. Yeah. Like, there's this intern like in the background. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't do it justice. You've got to go find it. If you haven't seen it, if you're listening, it just, Oh dude, I was literally laughing out loud at work. People were like, what are you laughing at? I just like started showing everyone <laughs> at work. Like check this out. Yeah. yeah it, it was great. where the, the little cart was going crazy <laughs> on the tarmac. And then all of a sudden, and then there's like an intern in the back, kind of like just peeking at like seeing the chaos. The intern was the best part. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's oh man, that one was a good one. I will, there, there's sometimes I see that I'm like, and I'm like thinking to myself, like this is amazing. <laughs> um, you gotta have. It seems like you have a lot of fun doing those. Yeah, things, no, great. and and I, and I laugh, and I, and to this day, I mean, I've probably been doing it for almost two years now. I'd say like a, a daily meme. To this day, I still get like pure joy and like and and when I get the idea and I and I look at the meme like I'm laughing as well like if I didn't even create it so it's it's really fun for me <laughs> yeah. as well so oh it's such a good outlet man yeah no it really is and I feel like similar to that you're you're really doing that for, like from an audio standpoint almost um with your podcast yeah I hope so yeah I really hope so I, I really don't want to keep crossing that line I mean the line's gonna get crossed I mean I've done 77 episodes the line's gonna get crossed where it's like, all right, Mitch, you're venting too much. This is too much. Like things suck, you know, let's bring it back. And I have to remind myself of that on a very regular basis, but I really hope it's getting hammered home that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, your job doesn't have to suck. All of us are in it together and it actually can be fun just to laugh about it. Yeah. Mitch, well, I feel like I can talk to you for hours, man. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to wrap it up here and ask you our, our bonus question. So what oh, let's is, do it, man. Uh, bonus round. what is, if you had to take one person out to dinner and that person has to be famous and alive, who would that person be and why? And they have to Tom be famous. Hanks. So they have to, who? <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I, I, I'm ready for that question. Oh, who was 100% it? 100% ready. Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. America's, dude, America's dad. Freaking, freaking Tom Hanks, man. I, every single thing that guy puts out. Uh, okay. Now I'll say, I'll say this after you and I hang up, I'm probably going to like think of something better there might be an actual better answer i'm gonna like call you back or text you like <laughs> oh man i should have said lebron james or like <laughs> LeBron. you know whatever um but uh tom hanks i when i think of tom hanks i'm like okay like i live in nashville so there's you know you'll see like um I, I nicole kidman lives here so you'll see her at whole foods like it's pretty normal and okay. you know the thing here is like you're supposed to just not you're not supposed to like walk up and say anything you're you know if you're a true Nashvilleian, you're just going to keep your head down and not, you know, leave him alone or whatever. If I saw Tom Hanks, like I, I would like fangirl all, like I would just be like, oh my god, dude, I yeah. love, you know, this movie and this movie. I mean, every single thing he's put out, it's been great. Um, Did you see that and, recent one with his, um, uh, Mister? What was it? What was the title of that, that movie again? Uh, yeah, neighbor, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. The, oh. Dude, I mean, come on! Like, I loved him before, and then I walked out of that movie, and I was like, "Well, that that solidifies it." I Mr. Mean, Rogers, is like the right. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, Tom Hanks is Mr. Rogers was the best. It was just I don't want to oversell it, but it was. I walked out of there like, man, this dude is the goat. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's, awesome. that's too obvious. And I heard too that they, they ended, didn't they end up finding that he was like actually related to him at some point, like like a third cousin what? or something weird. No, yeah, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, oh, that, that okay. might be that. That actually might be. Of course that, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rogers is a legend. Of course he's related to Tom. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, what's um what's also a medium where you talk about getting feedback from patients and and or sorry from patients. Now you have me saying it. Feedback from yeah, like right. other pharmacists and listeners. What's the best way for them if they want to like pitch in for like a patient of the week or something or provide? Feedback? Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. So if you are at work and you're like, man, this this can't believe this lady just kind of said this. This is like super weird or whatever. Or you have an idea for a topic. I freaking love it. Um, sending it my way. The uh, way to do that is Facebook and Twitter. Um, it's at Retail Pharmacy. So it's R-E-T-E-L-L Pharmacy. It's, yeah, I could do uh, comments, um, but mostly it's DMs. And I also uh, will 100% keep you, uh, the listener, anonymous if you want to be anonymous and afraid that you're going to have the wrong person listen. Just let me know. And I uh, yeah, keep you anonymous. But yeah, uh, DMs on Facebook and Twitter. Cool. 
and one day he'll have an Instagram at some point, I hope. So that way I can tag Man, him. I know. Because you've, dude, you've actually provided me with like a couple of viral pieces of content and I wasn't able to tag you, but like I had your branding there because you, you post some pretty <laughs> funny stuff on Twitter also. Man, so. dude, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate the shares and that, that stuff. I, You're right. I, you know, I've talked about Instagram before and it, it's just a matter of time. I'll get there. I just got to find the time. Yeah. Well, Mitch, thank yeah. you so much for being on the show. Greatly appreciate dude, it. Dude, it's a lot of fun, man. Thanks for having me. So if you're listening to this episode, I'm going to assume that you've already subscribed to this podcast. And I know some of you haven't yet, but I'm going to assume you have. But what I do know is that you probably are not subscribed to the Retail Pharmacy Podcast. Go check out Mitch's podcast. I think it's amazing. I think you'll really enjoy and get a lot of value out of it. Um, it's available on iTunes, and I'll include a link to that podcast in the show notes below. Please connect with me on any of your favorite social media platforms. And as always, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Pharmacy.